This is a 980 CKNW podcast. I am joined on the line by the none other than the burnout queen. Hello. Hey, Maureen. <laughs> it's really good to, uh, to speak to you again. And I enjoyed listening to your callers talking about narcissism. And it just reminded me a lot of times how we can get sucked in there and all of a sudden we're in a codependent relationship. So absolutely really enjoying, uh, you know, listening to what you had to say. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I think you're the expert on it. And um, I'm glad to have you uh, on the line, Janet. That's wonderful uh, to have you. Jane Weheran, she's been on the program in the past. Uh, her website is theburnoutqueen.com. So you can see from relationships, whether they be in work or in the home, with your parents, your family, we can all get burnt out. And it seems to be at epidemic levels today. Uh, what's your thought on uh, burnout? Why'd you get into this field? Well, I got into this field because I was burned out myself. And I was in the corporate world up until about last year. And I just decided that um, at first I didn't even realize the symptoms. I just thought it was normal and that, oh, I'm just getting older or, oh, it's not that bad or I'll just take a vacation. Everything will be fine. But I think that um, what I found is that when you're, enmeshed in such a situation and you're surrounded by toxic people you don't even realize you're sick you just think it's normal and I didn't realize until I got out of the situation and looking back and went oh my gosh I can't believe I was in that situation so I think that there's a lot of people that are in the same situation you know you end up where you're it, it starts out very slowly. It sneaks up on you with me. It was things like um, the chronic fatigue was probably the first thing that really hit me. Then I was starting to get really cynical towards my work. I didn't want to be there. I didn't like the work. I didn't like the patients I worked with. And uh, I started noticing around me, too, the other co-workers that were quite as toxic. So when you're involved in a workplace that's toxic, People just feed off each other. <laughs> Completely. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree with you more. And, and and the workplace is a very common place for us to get burn, yeah. burned out. I, I got burned out. And I appreciate the fact that you don't realize you're burned out until after you've left. And I was working in a clinic um, and I had to leave because the doctor was, um, he was toxic. He was dangerous for women. He was a female doctor. And what he did to me was, and I'm talking about the female patients, like uh, cancer would go unnoticed. Uh, He wouldn't examine. The patients would have been sent to him for an internal examination. Really the only thing that he needed to do, and he wouldn't do it. He would send them off to to be seen by me. And then I might see a prolapse that, you know, I'm a nurse, so I'm not qualified to diagnose cancer, but I could see this probably looks like cancer to me. Uh, and, and it was, and, and so this physician was playing candy crush a lot, quite frankly. And so it just wasn't, it didn't, he didn't align with my values, but what he would do is I was booked. uh, I worked four days a week. I was booked with him, you know, from eight in the morning till five at night Mm -hmm. with a half an hour for lunch. And he would always throw in, you know, two or three more patients every day. And I didn't say no, you know, pulling on my heartstrings, healthcare workers, you know, we are, 
you know, we don't want anybody to suffer. And, and so it wasn't until I made a conscious decision, I cannot be aligned with this guy. And, you know, um, I, I found out I wasn't the only one either. I, I actually had spoken to, uh, I reported him basically, but don't work with me and cross me, I'll report you. Um, but I did. And I spoke to him and other women had complained about him and he applied for a job and the women, uh, you know, on the team said, if he actually, um, gets hired, we're leaving. And so, you know, it's not just you, as you say, um, that they treat this way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so once I left, I'm like, whoa, do I feel a whole lot better, you know? Yeah. And, you know, looking back as well, too, I was probably one of my worst enemies because the workload was so intense that I would have very poor boundaries. I would be working through lunch hour. I wasn't taking my breaks. I was coming in early, leaving late. Um, the, the caseload was just horrendous. It was impossible to keep up, and the demands were so high. And I think that that all contributed it to. But there again, that was the that was the mode of the workplace. Is that oh, you've got two more patients. Oh, you've got three more. You've got this, that, and I just. Finally, I just had to say, I, I got to take a break here. Absolutely, because we can get physical symptoms as well. And I want to talk a little bit about mm-hmm. that. I'm going to ask you to stay on the line. Janet, yeah. uh, the burnout queen, uh, stay on the line because when we return, I'd like to ask you about some of the physical symptoms and as well, what can people do to either A, avoid burnout or B, Uh, treat it once they have it in the most effective way. I am Maureen McGrath, and you're listening to the Sunday Night Health Show. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Health Show. Janet Warren is my guest. She is the burnout queen. She's got some experience with that. Who doesn't? Give me a call if you do. 1-877-399-9898. 1-877-399-9898. Questions for the burnout queen. Janet, thanks for staying on the line. Oh, my pleasure, Maureen. So what are some of the symptoms that people can experience when they're burnt out, fried, done? I think think one of the first things that people might start to notice is an increase in their chronic fatigue or the chronic insomnia. So you either are too tired to go to work, and then when you come home at night, you're too tired, you, you can't sleep. So it's kind of, you know, the worst of both worlds. Uh, things like a change in appetite, physical symptoms could be things like headaches, stomach aches, heart rate, um, dizziness, shortness of breath, things like that. Um, another thing that people might find is uh, brain fog, where you just concentration is just not, you know, what you used to be. Another one could be things like um, feeling a little bit more irritable, quick to anger. And uh, withdrawing from social gatherings, just not wanting to be around people. Those are probably some of the noticeable ones, I would say, right off the bat. Right. And what can people do to avoid burnout in the first place? Well, there's a few ideas. Um, What I would suggest, first of all, is uh, to start a healthy eating plan. You know, try to, uh, you know, minimize your, your coffee and your alcohol you know, that sort of thing. Try to find a way to creatively uh, reduce your stress. One thing that I talk to people about is uh, how to leave work at work and to come home. And we all have different rituals. So with one client I'm working for, she shuts off her light at her desk. And that signals that work is done. 
and I can turn my work brain off and I can go home and I can put my home brain on. Some people will come home and they will change clothes, you know, from work clothes to, you know, more casual clothes. And again, it kind of signals something in your brain that, okay, I'm not at work anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like uh, just being good to yourself, you know, creating a space in your home that's just really peaceful. It could be just a little corner somewhere, you know, where you can just kind of relax, that sort of thing. When you're at work, if you could try to do things like uh, stop multitasking, try to work at a reasonable pace, take your breaks, uh, you know, and when you take a vacation, try to stay disconnected from work. So don't be checking your emails and, uh, you know, your text messages and that sort of thing, because vacation time flies by very quickly. So, you know, if you could just kind of get away from that while you're there. Mm-hmm. And make a list of some self-care strategies that you could do. You know, what are your priorities that you want to have for this month or next month? You know, that sort of thing. Use some mindfulness and relaxation techniques, you know, like the body scans. Mm-hmm. And uh, just rem- remind yourself that, uh, you know, when you're quiet and, and you have that quiet time, you can reflect. A lot of times we can be grounded that way. Right. Now, what happens uh, or what would you suggest for somebody who is in complete burnout? They've got heart racing. They have skin stinging. Their hair is falling out. They are stressed. They are panicked. They are afraid they're going to lose their job. They have bills to pay. They're not Mm -hmm. sleeping or they're sleeping at night eight hours and they're feeling unrested when they wake up in the morning. So somebody's in full on burnout. What, What are your recommendations for them? Call me because I <laughs> don't call I me. People, no, call me honestly because I like to offer people a thirty-minute complimentary session the first time. Because That's awesome. That way we can kind of figure out where you're at and come up with a strategy. I believe that it's important to have an action plan rather than just talking about it. That's great, but you need to have an action plan so people feel like that when they've left the session at the end, that they've got something that we can do, right? Um, I have a couple of things for your callers, if you'd like. Go ahead. If anybody anybody would like to go to my website at www.theburnoutqueen.com, I have a leaflet there. It's called, Are You on the Path to Burnout Assessment? And uh, if you just... um, Click on there and you will send that to you. And if you'd like to get our monthly newsletter with some burnout tips, that's great. And like I say, uh, at the back of the um, the uh, book, there is a coupon for a monthly coaching session. That would be normally for people, you know, that say weren't, weren't on your call. But like I say, I like to offer people a 30-minute coaching session and some handouts. The other thing, too, is if they'd like to email me at the website, um, I can send them an an electronic copy of my new book. It's called Beat Burnout, and it's got some really great tips in there. It's easy to read, and I'm just happy to share it uh, with people. That's wonderful. Janet Warren, The Burnout Queen, theburnoutqueen.com. Thank you so much for joining me tonight, Janet. Really appreciate it. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, 
TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.